to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. From beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife, Damaris, hello. Welcome to Now is the Time. Coming to you from the beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, it is my privilege to welcome to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth, Stove Crew number six. I'm Daryl Darnell, your host for today's episode, and I'm going to have the crew introduce themselves, starting with Kyle. Kyle Hughes from Ortonville, Michigan. I'm Cody Hughes from Ortonville, Michigan. I'm Liam Knight from Washington, Illinois. I'm Nathan Spore from Washington, Illinois. So we divided the table uh, amongst geographical locations. <laughs> we find it's best that way. Should any disputes break out, <laughs> uh, we can manage it a little bit better. Um, so I want to. The first thing I like to start out with is trying to figure out how many of you, how, how many times each of you have been here. And if I remember right, Kyle, this is your second trip. That's true. Cody, it's your first. Indeed. And I don't have any idea about you two guys, <laughs> so maybe you can fill us in. This is my second year. Okay. And this is my fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Wait a minute. Now, Nathan, how old are you? I'm 16. 16, fourth time. Liam, second time, 15. Yeah. Liam's the crew leader. Are you okay with that, Nathan? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I good. just really chose not to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. I, I love that. Um not only is this a, a safe place to come, but it's a safe place to put someone like Liam, who is a, a very capable, mature, uh, 15-year-old. I, you know, I don't even feel like I need to put 15-year-old in there. I've been really impressed with you this week. I don't want to embarrass you. But uh, to have you as a career leader, Liam, is, is really cool. So it's been great to get to know all of you guys. I've never met any of you before this week, and I'm looking forward to getting to know you a little bit more today. Now, Cody, since you're the first-timer, I like to open with you guys to get those fresh eyes, fresh perspectives. So what's one thing that surprised you most about this mission trip to Guatemala? Anything different than what you expected or thought you might thought that you... I guess the, you might, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> I can't figure the words. Uh, one thing that kind of, I guess, threw me off guard was uh, the amount of dogs. Uh, my mom went uh, has come here before, but and she told me, you know, there's a bunch of dogs or whatever. Like, be prepared. My sister like loves dogs. So mm-hmm. when she was there before, she like told me it was really bad, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna see a couple. But I feel like I've seen a lot, and sometimes it kind of like seeing little puppies and stuff kind of breaks my heart a little bit just mm-hmm. to see that strain walking around and even today we saw a horse and a donkey and they were super skinny and i was like oh my gosh i've never seen a horse that skinny yeah yeah i'm from oklahoma tons of horses mm-hmm. around so that impacted me more than i hate seeing the dogs don't get mm-hmm. me wrong yeah. but i know what beautiful horses look like and that was <laughs> heartbreaking to see mm-hmm. those those uh, horses that are in that condition um Kyle Millet, or Liam Millet, Kyle go first, ladies first. You guys are the two second year uh, mm-hmm. folks. So what about you? Anything different this time than you experienced last time or what, than what you expected? Well, I think for me and our, and our crew, um, the houses that we've gone to have had less children mm-hmm. than the last time I was here. So the last time I was here, there were children everywhere. And I don't know if we're just there in school and so these Families don't have younger children at home, um, but we've really seen very few. And then t- today, we had basically two elderly couples mm. at the home when we went and put our stove in. So that that struck me because I look at them and think, wow, they're probably my age. Mm. And that's rough. Yeah. 
that actually hits a little bit harder for me to see the the strain on them and I can compare that to my world and so that was a little more impactful for me today that was rough yeah makes sense yeah uh main thing that's different for me is like I took a like year of high school Spanish that's like it can't you know help me that much but at least being able to communicate on a basic Spanish level this year has been a lot different and the best in the group. <laughs> yeah. Liam's been awesome. He's been our translator everywhere we go. And then if we absolutely don't know what word it is, I pull out Google, Google Translator. Mm. So we, we use that, but very rarely. Wow. He usually has it covered. <laughs> That's impressive, Liam. All right. Nathan? Uh, I would say just the thing that just hits you the, the most is how much they trust us. Mm. Because we'll be... We'll, putting, we'll, be put, we'll be putting in the stoves, and we need to go put on the sombrero. And the lady just walks out completely out of the house to go get the neighbor. Just leaves us in the house all by ourselves. Like, that takes a lot of trust to do. Mm-hmm. So. I had never considered that. That's a great point. Like, back home, I don't mm-hmm. know. We yeah. invite a group of strangers into our house and then leave them there. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great perspective. I'm glad you shared that. Um, well, let's talk about the homes that you've been in this week. Uh, give the folks listening uh, an idea of what you've experienced, either the what the homes look like or the interaction with the families, what the family dynamic is like, or anything else that you've observed in the family or in the, the homes that you've visited this week. At least for me, it seems like we've had a lot more uh, concrete floors than we've had before. It's uh, you can tell it's getting better with that because uh, it's mainly dirt floors that's mainly what i have mm-hmm. experience but we've had more concrete than we have had dirt and so that's you know, that's kind of surprising for here because it's mainly just the dirt floors and a laminar roof mm-hmm. yeah i don't really have anything to base anything off of because this is my first year but it seems i think i prepared a little too much of what i was going to see like i thought i was going to see a lot worse and maybe we just got lucky with the houses and they're a little nicer but they seemed like we got like concrete slabs to put the stove on and it was i thought it was gonna be a lot worse mm-hmm. nathan or kyle i mean the houses they're, they're very small of course but the people living in them are so grateful for what they do have so yeah I think I pointed out to the boys today when we were at our last house um, home the amount of um, black around the walls of the room that we were in and, and just said this is in their lungs. You know, we and the amount of smoke that we have even breathed in just starting these fires. And I think one of the things that may, amazes me is how the women light the fire starter and then they put it down the hole and I think they got to be burning their hands mm. but their hands must be so numb to it because they're so close to the fire all the time um they're amazing but um it it's just to see where they're going from to this new stove is just so amazing it's so amazing to see the smoke going out the top and uh know that they're not breathing that in anymore, yeah. that they can actually taste their food for a change. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that's been interesting for me, too. I, I Talking to you, Liam and Cody mentioning the concrete and all of you guys saying, you see more concrete, and that's been the case for me, too, which is which is interesting. My first house we were in today, 
was among the worst houses that I've seen. I've been in probably a dozen houses now in Guatemala. And it's between this one and my last one from last year that were, that are the worst conditions I've been in. And yet they had a concrete floor. You could tell it was brand new. Like they probably put it in just for the stove, which I'm always encouraged by because that with the stove is a sign that they're on their way up. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're still pretty far down, but at least they're on their way up and able to make some improvements to their home and, and, uh, taking the care and the, because these stoves aren't given to them for free. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're making an investment to, to even get that. And, and so it's, it's an encouragement for me to see them. You know. I think another thing that I was really impressed by our first family and our second family yesterday mm-hmm. both had the, it was very obvious that they were trying to maintain a clean environment for the children. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, yesterday, Everything was up off the dirt. I mean, they had different, they had pieces of wood that covered the dirt. They had blocks that covered the dirt. They had the whole area that they quote unquote lived in was off of the dirt, which I was very impressed Mm -hmm. by. And it was swept and you could see that the pride that they had in keeping it clean. And even the first family with um, Jenny and, and those kids it was very apparent that she was keeping things clean. Now, granted, they had c- concrete, mm-hmm. but it, there's also dirty concrete. But this That's has been true. very, very clean, and they're very proud of that cleanliness. Yeah. I've been in a home last year that it took me a while to realize that it was a concrete floor because it was so dirty. Oh. And then I've been in homes that are dirt, but they sweep the dirt Mm-hmm. Because they're doing their best to keep it clean and to keep, you know, things from gathering and all of that, and mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to see the care that some folks have, and and I think also just to some of them understand the hygiene that needs to happen mm-hmm. by by cleaning after themselves, which is part of the program, part of what they're taught in the program. Um, Kyle, I'd love for you to go first on this one. What's what's one thing that's happened this week, or one person that you met that you do not want to forget after you leave Guatemala? Oh, my goodness. The people who are here with this group are just phenomenal. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) They're just kind, caring, loving, um, God-worshipping people that have been very, very wonderful to Cody and I. And, um, you know, I'm not going to name one or two, but they just... The, the group in general, everybody offers something wonderful to this group. And I think it's, it's, it's to me by far a better experience than the last time I was here. And this, this experience this year is, I know we only have a couple of days left and I'm, I'm sad because I wonder when I will ever, if I will ever see these people again. Mm. Can I ask you about one particular encounter that has happened the last couple of days in VBS? Oh, sure. <laughs> can you can you tell that story from your perspective? And I think the rest of us know what we're talk what I'm talking about. But I want I'd love to hear it in your words and and what the that little has boy meant, in the chair. Yeah, what that has, has meant to you. Um. So yesterday at VBS, there was a little boy, and they uh, brought a chair out for him. And then I realized his legs weren't working very well, and um, uh, there were some relay races, and he was off to the side just watching and I just didn't want him to watch. I wanted him to participate. 
So I swept him up and uh, ran him back and forth and down and back, and he just, uh, the joy was was pretty enormous on his face, but my heart was pretty full. Yeah. That picture that was taken by Olivia that was in the slideshow last night, I think the expression on his face was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that's probably the thing I'm going to take with me. You know, <laughs> Thank that's, you. that's the memory that will last uh, and inspire me for a long time. Thank you for that. Uh, what about you guys? Um, any, any, Body that, that you've made a connection with or, or someone who has, um, you know, spoken to you, ministered to you, or stands out a memory of, of an encounter you've had? Uh, well, just after the song, right before the story, right as I was sitting d- at VBS, right as I was sitting down, this little boy kind of walks up to me and, like, grabs me by the arm, and I asked him if he wants to, like, sit on my lap, and he just, he sits on my lap for, for the whole rest of the story, and it it's just a pretty cool experience. Uh, I was sitting behind you. I don't know if you knew yeah. that. And I thought that was, I was a little jealous, to be honest <laughs> with you. After the, during the game time, you got tackled by a couple of the yeah, kids. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool to see that. Liam or Cody, any, anything for you? There was a, uh, there was a boy from last year who, uh, like he was from a different village and, uh, I think Nathan's mom ended up sponsoring him. Mm. And so he, uh, Yesterday, he, his family drove an hour to the, they drove, they drove for an hour to the center that we were at, and he came and he built, he helped build stoves with us, and he came to the VBS afterward, and he, like, oh, he came, he kind of followed me around most of the time, and it was nice to be able to, like, talk with him better than I'd been able to, and just, because he, he's really helped, like, he helped translate for me, because he, uh, wow. he took the, complicated Spanish and uh, broke it down into simple <laughs> that I could understand. So, yeah, he was, and it was just good to be able to see him again and mm-hmm. see how he's been doing after a year. Yeah. What, what's his name again? His name is Javier. Yeah. I was going to say Javier. Yeah. No, that's not wrong. I misremember. Yeah. He was a really cool kid. He's got blue glasses just like yeah. that. <laughs> and so we were uh, comparing, like I took mine off, he took his off and we were like showing them to each other. Yeah. So that was, that was fun. All right, Cody, you're next. Uh, uh, it was, our first, I'd say, official uh, stove um, implement, and, and um, we, it was, there was a little girl named Jenny that uh, she loved to run. Like, when we first uh, met the family, and, like, she was taking us up to the house, uh, she'd always get ahead of the mother and, like, start running, and the mother would start yelling at her, like, Jenny, Jenny, because <laughs> like, you just start running off, and she's two years old, and then... Um, we ended up seeing her again in VBS, and I remember she used to do laps from her mother to my mom to me, just like, you just be walking, and she'll tackle your leg, and like suddenly you just have this little girl like hugging your leg as you're walking, and you're like, oh, hey, Jenny. But uh, I don't know. It was pretty cool to see her. She's been there every single day for VBS. It's just a nice experience to have a little friend like that. Yeah. And you were talking earlier about the family. Um Working on better hygiene and mm-hmm. working on, you know, that health component. Uh, her mother, and I know this because Jenny would run up to me and I'd hold on to her. Her mother bathed her every day and put lotion on her every day before VBS with clean clothes. And when she would hug me, 
you know, she smelled like a fresh bath with clean clothes. And she would just, you know, hug the stuffing out of us. Mm. But she just was dressed for success, mm. you know, um, and her siblings as well. There's five in the family and Jenny is the, the fourth. And then there's little Pablo. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Pablo mm-hmm. is the baby boy who is adorable, <laughs> sticking out of the papoose in the back. But um, mom is working very hard to take care of these five children and keep them clean and keep her house clean. And now she has a stove. Wow. That's why we do what we do. We come down here. We support Corazon de los Niños, who has all these wonderful programs for families to help them improve generation by generation, family by family, and to meet a few of these and and have this encounter. If, if you've not had a chance to come down to Guatemala and experience it for yourself, I think all of us would agree that you need to do that. So um, let's segue into that. Any final thoughts to share with anyone listening who may be interested in coming down in the future or maybe someone back home who didn't get to, get to come this time who's come in the past or a shout out to someone who helped you get here this year or helped you with donations or anything like that? Uh, I would say that if you're thinking about coming and maybe you're a little scared or something, just just go and you will love it. Because I know my first year, my first year I was kind of told to go. Like I was given the choice, but I was kind of like after a while I was like, yeah, you're going to go. So I didn't really know what I was getting into. But after that whole year or after the whole week passed, I couldn't wait to come back next year. and have gone four years in a row since. Yeah, I mean, like, if you're, like, on the fence about it, because, like, no one else in your family will be able to come or something like that. I know I'm here without any family. Um, but as long as you have, if there's someone that you know that can take you down or can watch over you during the trip, then then do it. Because it's, I know I was kind of worried about going down without any family, but then uh, Nathan's family, who I've known for a very long time, they uh, they volunteered, they could take me down and, watch over me here and so as long as you have someone who who has like brought this opportunity to you and they've offered that they've given you a chance for that then i'd go for it yeah yeah i just think it's a at, at first i had no clue what was going on i was kind of the same <laughs> boat as nathan like my mom asked me if i wanted to go but sooner or later she's like yeah you're going so <laughs> i didn't really know what was uh gonna happen or anything and um I, I've had a really fun time here and not just fun, but just like you think about you, you always connect. I always connect like their lives to our lives and just think like what little they have, but how happy they are and how happy they are just with the stuff they have. And it's just, it's kind of mind boggling to, to think about the difference and everything. So I think it's, it's, it's very humbling and I think it's needed in order to be happier in life and kind of realize how precious life actually is. Yeah. Um, I think that if the language barrier is your problem, then that's not a problem. And that, you know, with Google Translate, I've been able to poke my way around. I've been very fortunate. These are three wonderful boys, and they do a fabulous job putting the stoves together. And they kind of, by whatever means we have kind of sorted it out. They take care of the stove and the construction and I put the fence together and then I talk to the family or whoever's there 
And I can't, I'm always scared that if I start the conversation, we've talked about this a hundred times with my group. If I start the conversation, they're going to think I know Spanish and then talk to me. (laughs) And and they they talk back and I'm like, bah. Um, But I've been able to piece enough together this week that I can, well, yesterday, both houses, they, they, they read Spanish. So I would throw it into Google Translate, and I had conversations with them because they were just reading what I was writing, what I was typing. That's how we communicated. Um, but Liam has done a super fantastic job, and you know, yesterday um, our our assistant our assistant was helpful. Um, it's not difficult to translate love, mm. and so when you smile and you. Um, you know, you go in and you're doing something for them. Um, it, it's not difficult to get that message across. Yeah. So language barriers should never be an issue. That's a great quote. It's not difficult to translate love. I'll say, too, that if, you're, if your concern is um, the health situation down here, uh, this is my second year to come and to bring my daughter, who was 14 last year. She's 15 this year. And this morning, she woke up not feeling well. And by the time we got to Corazon de los Niños, she, it had just gotten much worse. And she was not able to go out into the field with us to um, to install so- stoves. We weren't sure if it was something she ate or if, it, if, if she had ingested something uh, she's been very careful not to ingest any water or anything like that or, or fruit that she's not supposed to, but you just never know. Or if maybe she was dehydrated. But by the time we got back three hours later, they had given her some electrolytes and given her some medicine, and she was back to her sassy self. And so um, there are there's a clinic here that we operate out of, and that's part of what they do. And there are people here and and modern medicine in terms of things for stomach issues or other common ailments that, that might happen. And so uh, I was I was nervous when we, when we pulled out and I didn't have my daughter with me, but I got updates via phone. And by the time I got back, she was great. So that was a huge relief for me. And, you know, I know we're in good hands. So come join us. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, guys? Well, thank you for uh, being on the podcast today. On behalf of Sean and Damaris, Lillian and Corazon de los Niños, thank you for your service to our Lord and to his children here in Guatemala. And thank you for sharing your stories on the podcast. Thank you. So that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendiga. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios, go with God. Pero no inmediatamente.